All right, everybody. Welcome in to another edition, another episode, another, I don't want to call it a chapter, a sub-chapter, if those exist, of the Young Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Robinson. This is Nick Borden. Welcome in. Nick. What's up? Nick, how we doing, man? I'm good. I'm a little tired. I've been working hard, but uh, see, I went to uh, the job and now I'm at work, so... Hey, shout out. We shout went to out. we went to our jobs this morning, but guess what? Now we're at work. Now we're at work. We're at the grind. It's time to get it going, bro. It's fitting that this is this is, you know, work because whenever I have to answer a phone call, I I do that right there. I'll be like, "Hey, this is Josh and they'll say, "Hey, this is from wherever." And I'll say, "How are you doing?" and it's always cutting them off being like, "You owe us money." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I'm doing fine and yourself." I'm like, "I'm doing great." What's late? <laughs> And that's always how it goes. So, you know, um, thankfully I don't get too many phone calls like that. But every phone call I get is like that. So, not that you care. But. Or, <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Like, it's, okay. You, you've had a long day. had a long day. When Nick starts laughing at, like, the random, uh, not tantrums, the, the random, like, tantrums I do, uh, you know, you know it's been a day for the kid. So, yeah, Nick, you ready to get into this Dude, and I'm get so off? Ready. Of me talking about work. Let's get it. Let's do it. All right, Nick. You know what's going on right now? At first, I thought you were starting to like do like the O Canada, the Canadian national anthem. Nah, man, I'm doing the Olympic theme. Yeah, I mean, the I haven't heard it this year though because no, the Olympics are going on. Technically. Technically speaking, but these Olympics are like weird. The doo doo. It's like some would say. Not me. I'm trying to I'm trying to describe it. It's like these Olympics, nobody I mean, people care about it, but like they it's s- weird. They seem problematic. Yeah. It's just it's just kinda like, yeah, that's going on. It used to be like when I was a kid, it was like, yo, the freaking Olympics are on. You stop what you're doing. The Olympics is what not that. only united America, but the entire world. Right. If you were a country where multiple people had televisions, you were watching the Olympics, you were watching your people either just be in the Olympics, but, you know, hey, shout out America, all the free shout outs, you know, you were watching your people dominate the Olympics. And, uh, yeah, you know so how they say even Rome must fall. So let's, uh, Josh, tell us something positive for the United States that is happening for the Olympics. And then after that, we'll just yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about See, everything that's going wrong. You know, a lot of, a lot of motivational speakers and such will say something like, like before you, dive into like the issues with, of something you have to say one thing positive and at least with this we can say one thing positive uh I, two mornings ago it's really throwing me off it's like 12 13 hours different time difference so I, honestly i have no idea when this happened um i think it was monday morning maybe tuesday morning uh but shout out we usually don't give free shout outs that's that's the rule right shout out no free shout outs right this young lady and she is young, 17 years of age, from the great state of Alaska, not the continental United States. Shout I'm out. a big continental United States guy, not the continental United States from Alaska. Finishes gold medal, first place, 17 years young, from Alaska, in the 100-meter women's breaststroke. Shout out Lydia Jacoby. Freaking... You love to see it. You love to see it. Did you did you see the video of her team? Okay, so obviously there's no um, spectators at this Olympics, right? right? 
and she's 17 years old, so she's still in high school. Yeah. Did you see the live stream or the video coming straight out of like I get I don't know if it was her her high school whatever or if it was just like just the town like the town where she was training or whatever it Wherever was. the rest of the you know Eskimos are. There is nowhere else on this planet that I would have rather been, including in the the Agua Center right. that she won the gold medal. Nowhere else on this planet that I would have rather been than in that gymnasium with all them kids going bananas. And it's crazy because now we can say we've officially like we've been to a play NBA playoff. Yes, game. and we, we and we rooted for the home team too. And so like that atmosphere was absolutely bananas, insane. Giannis shooting free throws, counting one, two, three, four, absolutely insane. But that video right there, Josh. That's the most electrifying sports moment as far as for just a group of fans right. I've ever seen. And I just realized this on, on air. I just realized this. I think the idea... So you know how crazy people go during like horse races? Yeah. Like the, they'll get off and then they come around the stretch and people are like, they're like using their, their pamphlet to hit themselves. They're like, come on, go, go, go. Yeah. It's the same idea with swimming because it's a, a comparable amount of time in the race you know it's it they're not it's not a 30 minute thing now there are some races but it, 100 meter women's breaststroke it's going to be less than a minute long and you're just you're just like go 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 yeah and uh when you see your friend your sister out there and she's beating literally all of the odds yeah wins a gold medal crazy crazy she and she did this at the perfect time too with the NIL coming out too, like name, image, and likeness. Perfect. She could have not. She could not have timed that more perfectly with what's going on. Because I remember what was the the chick, uh, the the young lady. Excuse my language. Uh, Missy Franklin, I think a few years ago, she was dominating in swimming, and uh, she decided to not take any endorsement deals because she wanted to compete with her high school swimming team. Now, just got gold in the Olympics. But won't take any endorsements because she wants to compete in the high school with her high school team. Blows my mind. So I now, get it. So I now understand. she's this young lady is now at at a point where in a day and age where she can take all the endorsements and still compete. You love to see it. You love to see it. You know, I think the the NIL era that we're stepping into. Uh, you heard it here first. I believe Nick agrees with this. That right now the floodgates are open, so you better grab everything because. The floodgates aren't going to, it's not going to be just handing out money like they are right now. All these companies, all these people are handing out money to basically anyone that has a pulse that can say, I'm a D1 athlete. Unreasonable amounts of money at these kids just because, I mean, Bo Nix, you know, Bryce Young from Alabama, just exactly. all these people who haven't proved anything. They're just throwing at them because of the position they're people at. People right that now. haven't started one game no. are, are essentially millionaires yeah so uh but yeah she she did it in the exact perfect time um the not only the fact that it's in the nil era it is the very beginning of the nil era and she gets to just sit at home and just field phone calls and just rake in all the much i she'll be on a box of wheaties hopefully she'll be she'll have her own like nikes or adidas or i mean maybe uh under does under armor still make shoes do they still have she's under a, armor athletes she's a swimmer josh they don't wear shoes. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, shout out to her. 
quite literally the only positive thing going for the U.S. in the Olympics so. right now. So shout out to her for winning the gold for herself, for her country, everything like that. Also shout out for giving us anything positive to talk Something about. Something to root for. Something, Something to, root. to unite as a country about. Shout out to the swimming. They've all they've always been there for. They've us. always been you've, the ones. You've always been able to pull for the swimmers, right? Um, um, but what's crazy is, and I was thinking about this, Josh. These Olympics, and I think I know why they're different more than like any other Olympics. And when you think about this, the Olympics used to be something everybody could unite together around the world, right? You know, cheer on their respective countries or against them. It depends, you know, if they're like you know how it is if they're Absolutely. communist or not. But when I think about this. Something great about the Olympics used to be, it was free to watch. It, Granted, you, it would be at, you know like ungodly hours, you know. That's just so you'd have to like catch the replays. That's just part of the Olympics. Where it is. It's just part of it. But now, what's going on is, ever since all these streaming apps are going on, and with NBC covering the Olympics and them having now the Peacock app, you have to now have a Peacock Premium subscription to be watching some of these events, some of your favorite events. For instance, you can't watch basketball at all unless you have the premium subscription, which granted, with how the U.S. is doing right now, I think Peacock might be doing us a favor it might because be this is an absolute dumpster fire of a team. I mean, you go from not losing a game since 2006 to once Greg Popovich took over the team in 2019, you've since lost six games? Six? A decade and a half. A decade and a half of... Not losing a game. Not an exhibition. Not a regular game. No. Surely not a medal game. No. And now we have we've lost how many exhibition games did we lose be- just before the Olympics? Well, three? so what happens in, in the FIBA World Cup, we lost three games, finishing seventh place. Seventh. And then we've lost Seven. to Nigeria, a team we literally beat by 77 points in 2012. Now, I get it. The world is starting to catch up, and we send out different teams, and a lot of these teams are— It's they, not a dream they've team been, anymore. They've been growing up and playing together, but still, we have the best talent in the freaking world. It shouldn't be that hard. You shouldn't be losing to Nigeria like that. You, We still should have lost to France. We were up. Grant, I didn't get to watch the game because, you know, I was going to church, and I also don't have a premium subscription on Sunday. Hey, so. I got you. And if if you want to watch it, if you want to watch it, if, want if, if not, if and so, yeah. and they lose, a, blow a lead, and they missed their last. Josh, they missed their last nine shots. <laughs> their last nine shots. You started out that sentence, and this is all straight up on air, everybody. This is not. We did not chop this up beforehand. You started that sentence with they lost. They they missed their last. And I in my brain said the last shot. Which, you know, happens sometimes. Yeah. And then you said a word before shots. You said nine. Which is a number. Yeah. Nine shots. Yes. Nine. Minimum of 18 points. Minimum. I'm sure some of those were three. I'm sure I'm a lot so, of those were three. Most of them were. Because they're all shooters. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they're not That's driving in the lane. That's how they constructed the team. What's crazy is too, bro. So Drew Holiday coming off winning an NBA championship, his first championship. Him, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker had literally 13 hours before and just gotten off the plane. Got there. Drew Holiday was their leading scorer, picking up guys 94 feet, playing full court defense. He was the only guy that was contributing, bro. Scored 18, came off the bench. Wow. What's going on? Popovich, bro, I mean, you were good when you had Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Monter Ginobili. Ever since you lost them, you ain't been nothing as a coach. Sorry, you know, hate to see it. It is what it is. But, like, bro – 
You were a failure of a Team USA in 2004 when you were an assistant coach to Larry Brown, won the bronze. You were a failure in the FIBA World Cup in 2019, and you were a failure in these Olympics. You heard it here first. Can can I also say you heard it here first? Yeah. I, I think there's one coaching staff that could really turn this team around, one in the nation. You yeah. ready? The Trevecca Nazarene College. Shout out Coach Todd Coffee. Shout out My Coach Todd Coffee. I think we've you know we've had him here on the pod. Go listen to that pod. Great interview. We don't do a lot of interviews. I love doing interviews. We don't do a lot of interviews. He was so gracious to sit down with us. Amazing. I think with that attitude, they could turn it around. I think you know Greg Popovich. It's it's just the Olympics. When you start out with it's just something, then you know you've already lost. Yeah, you've already lost. So. I think the U.S. really has... Well, the has thing is, they're making so many excuses to be like, oh, the rest of the world caught up. You can't say that, no, bro. No, 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 You're the United States of America. Josh, I was thinking about this actually at work today. I was thinking about how, you know, in World War II, after the U.S. got bombed, Pearl Harbor happened. You know what they said? You know what the rest of the world said, Josh? They said, you've awoken the sleeping giant. And for the last 70 years, when it came to anything, we've been that giant. 2021, just 2020 happened. It happened to everyone. But 2021 in the Olympics, we ain't that giant anymore, bro. We ain't that giant anymore. And guess what? The only giant we felt like we had left, the GOAT. What happened to her, bro? What happened to Simone Biles? Simone Biles. This morning, I'm sitting at my desk at my my J-O-B, and I get on the news because I want to stay informed in the world. And I see a headline I thought I would never see in my entire life. Simone Biles pulls out of women's team, you know, all around after, I believe, one or two events. It was it was after the vault. She had uh, apparently she had a, a a less than perfect landing. Apparently she was doing less than perfect in the uh, qualifiers. Apparently what? So what I heard, my, I asked my sister about this before I came over here. She said that. The judges had informed her that in like in the individual competition or something, they weren't gonna score her any higher than like, you know, like the highest up person like from another country did. Basically saying that they're not going to uh, just give her like the top score. They would probably tie her. Which didn't really make any sense to me. So um, th- so that means that if she did perfect in everything that she would do, she would Basically, because they're trying to, I guess, make it like even out the odds. Well, I guess she would still win because she's the most dominant. Yeah, but I think from what I'm saying, they they would score un, unfairly just to even out the odds for everyone else. Oh my gosh, this is the Olympics. Don't it's not it's time crazy. To be fair. But yeah, anyways. Continue. But anyways, so I see this headline. I'm like, all right. So obviously, I have to look into this. So I look down and I start reading the article, and it turns out it's not for an injury reason. She is claiming mental health reasons, which I'm. I'm not going to be the media guy that, you know, there are plenty of them that are like, oh, well, she's, you know, she's quitting on her team, which she is. She is quitting on her team. Um, I, You know, I just really, and this is coming from a 25-year-old, you know, guy that does a podcast out of his bedroom currently talking about, you know, drive and determination. Um, so this is where this is coming from. But I, I really struggle and maybe we'll find some information in the future. I really struggle to believe like there's a legitimate reason for you to step out. And it's not like she went away. She didn't 
she didn't quit and then leave. She quit and hung around. Right. So obviously she had she she wasn't having a mental break. It would be one thing if she just snapped. Yeah. Because what I will agree a hundred percent that what we make these, you know, young ladies do, traditionally like seventeen to, to twenty one years of age, these these compared to everyone else, these little girls do is just shy of torture in order for them to be the best in the world at right. gymnastics. Right. So I, I can fully appreciate the the scope and the pressure that these people are under. With that being said, wouldn't you, you're in the Olympics, you're ready to go. I get it if you're not firing on all cylinders and you're just not doing as well as you would want to do. But I don't believe that is an excuse to say, all right, I'm just going to quit. Right. I'm not I'm not performing up to my standards. Thus, I'm going to quit. I think you have I to think, say. I think, like, even, bro, because, like, if you're not performing to your standards, I think that's the perfect opportunity. Uh, you let people around the world know, you're like, hey, sometimes you have off weeks, and it's at, you're having an off week, and it's at the worst possible time. You still push forward. What's crazy is, Josh, I've been, uh, I'll come home uh, for my lunch breaks, and uh, I started rewatching uh, The Last Dance. It's just because I was like, hey, I haven't been watching a year, and it's just it's crazy. And just watching Michael Jordan, bro. Wild. Just absolutely wild. Where He is like, he's the joke. I wish his His mentality, anything. just he had the Mamba mentality before Kobe, but, you know, Kobe coined it, so shout out RIP Kobe. Um, Rip, man. She, and the fact that she put on her uh, unitard a goat. That's a big thing. Uh, that's a big thing. You can't, you can't then. You can't then quit halfway through because you're kind of starting to crumble under the pressure. Right. Now, and I have a hard time saying crumble under the pressure and strictly because she hung around. Right. If you are if you're having a mental breakdown get, and it's in get this out, moment, leave. get out, yeah. leave. Go go take care of yourself. Right. I'm not saying, you know, create lifelong, you know, trauma in this moment under the brightest lights because under the biggest Because that way stage. I feel like it's more understandable if you just leave versus like, so, like if you hang around cuz then it you hang around, it just looks like, eh, I quit. For real. That's what it looks like. And I'm not saying, you know. It also doesn't look great because she is still slated to do the individual events. Right. I think at this point in time, you know, obviously. It would almost be better if you quit the individual events and you're like, I'm still going to be like with my sisters, with my team. Yes. So, I, and it's it's one of those situations where I, I really think, again, you know, 25-year-old podcaster doing a podcast episode. Right. I really think that, you know, if you're going to quit, you you have to do it. You have to you have to quit the, the you know, individual events as well. Right. Because, and I'll be the first one to say, she gets out there and she's firing on all cylinders doing the per- individual events. I, you know, I'm going to be cheering for her anyways. I, yeah. I do not care. You know, I'm. this is not shake my you know pride for simone biles she crushed it last olympics she's back for it's this it's almost one. like what happened to gabby douglas is remember like 2012 she was popped off bro insane insane and then like 2016 came and she didn't do as well and then simone biles took over well the thing is it's for for gym gymnastics for generally speaking um olympics as a whole but specifically gymnastics you really Gymnastics and figure skating is kind of the one sport where you 
have a certain range yeah. where you're in your peak. And that peak is incredibly young. Right. And you have to be however old to compete in the Olympics. So ideally, if you're in that, if you're in that little slot, you'll get one maybe, maybe. And this is why I blew my mind that Simone Biles was even competing in this Olympics. Yeah. The fact that she went to one Olympics and is coming back for a second Olympics, right. not four years later, but a fifth year later because of COVID. So it doesn't well, surprise like, me you that think she's... Well, you think about like 2008 Phelps versus 2012 Phelps. Right. And like 2012, he's just trying to like get the all-time number of gold. But it's like 2008, you can't replicate what he did. Oh, no. And like in 2016, you can't replicate what Simone Biles did. No. Insane. You just can't. And you so, just can't. So, I think, and that's the thing. And, and that's I, what everyone was expecting. Right. They were expecting well, that that's, plus That's more. the problem, and I, I saw another uh, person on media say this. That's the problem with like paying such close attention to social media, too, is like you get these unrealistic expectations. Oh, yeah. And when you don't get it, you have people <laughs> like us. Who's you get people like us. Sitting, you know, sitting in a room, you know, talking about it. And, like, oh, I can't believe she did that. And then you start believing that. That's why I think, you know, social media with our day and age us paying such close attention to it as young people it's so dangerous it's just not oh, absolutely. Good for you. that's what causes the mental breakdowns and stuff like that i think that's that's the reason for so many people like we saw what happened to naomi osaka like social media is such, such a toxic place granted you know we have a media company right right so right we, we better good content shout out to great entertainment good content uplifting uplifting but it's like yeah, we like, and it's so much easier said than done. Granted, I'm not in a position to where I have you know millions of people talking about me. We will be the first people to say we are not world class athletes. Nobody's talking about Nobody's us. Nobody's talking about us. But it's like, and when people do start talking about us, this is this yeah. is what we're doing. I so. think you know what. Even though you know it'd be good for the, it's great for the gram. You know, when you're at the Olympics, you know, and post on my story, whatever. Just shut off social media for this. Go, hey, I will. This is this will be the only time I ever say follow LeBron James. Go zero dark thirty, bro. Even he doesn't do that anymore. I he, know he doesn't that's do that the thing. anymore. And it, and, I, and I think too he's part of the issue too. Seeing yeah. how he quit in that game five against the Suns, just sat at the end of the bench. You know, nobody around him. Yeah, just pouting. I it's just, like he's it, just, what's going on with these athletes right now. It's just crazy, bro. And I'm not like I'm not. We can't confirm that she just quit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just like I and I and this is. We are recording this same day that everything came out, not barely 12 hours later, barely 12 hours later. So, I mean, somebody may have come to her and said, your entire family, you know, they're, they can't see you or whatever, whatever. Right. So I don't know what she's going through. We, I have no idea what she's going through. I cannot say that I would have handled it half as well as she did. I can't say that if I was in her shoes, you know, I would have pushed through, but it, it is troubling to see how all this is happening. Look, Michael Jordan, the GOAT, the GOAT, you know, played the flu game. Some, you know, after the last dance, I mean, food poisoning the, game. The injuries that Kobe had. And played he, through it. He played through it. Crazy. I think that's how you get the GOAT title. Right. When you play through real adversity and you dominate Yeah, because when you think when, no, when nobody's like expecting you to do anything and you come out and dominate, that's not adversity. Yeah. So. So. But anyway. But anyway, wish, honestly, we wish the best for we wish the best for, you know, all the, the Olympic athletes, all Absolutely. the U.S. athletes. Hey, shout out to the um, men's basketball team. Get your freaking crap together. Get it together. Or just leave. Either get it together or just leave. Don't embarrass us. I also heard someone on a different podcast say, and then we'll move over to our last few uh, topics, and I agree with this. They would have been better just putting, like, an NBA team, 
like taking like the Brooklyn Nets or the Warriors or someone and just be like, hey, y'all go compete. And because that's, like, and that's the thing because it's like they're a real team. They played eighty-two games together. At they're least. a team. They're a team, and that's like with Spain with the Gasol brothers and people that have been playing twenty years together growing yeah. up. That's the thing. You just, they threw. They throw these people together that have never played together. They're just really all. good at basketball. They're, They're really, really good. good at their positions, but they've never. Th- some of them, literally, until the very first games of the Olympics, have never like played one real game together. And and well, the thing is too, and then like international basketball, completely different. Wildly different. They don't they don't Wildly allow different. flopping and stuff like that like the NBA does. So so maybe you know I think they've got a they've got a Jerry Colangelo they've got to completely restructure how they yeah. do USA basketball because it's right now I think this has just very been very eye opening to, to show like this is not this is not working that ain't it chief so, so anyways and, and that's that's how they did it for the 19 you, you've heard of the miracle on ice team the yeah. 1980 that's how it was they the US tried to throw you know hockey all-stars together and the Soviets beat them and it's because you know they weren't a team they were a bunch of individuals so We've seen it, how it works in the past. We need to fix it now. Yep. Anyways, moving on, not off of sports, but uh, off the Olympics. Just quickly, um, we, oh. we brushed on this, no, and I'm talking about the next topic. Okay. So we <laughs> we brushed on this uh, very lightly on our last uh, episode, but it looks to be official that by 2025, Oklahoma and Texas will be members of the Southeastern Conference, leaving SEC. the Big 12 Conference. It's like at this point they got it's just the South Conference, the Southern Conference. It's, it's just not the, the Conference. like it's not the Southeast anymore. They need to get one team. They need to get like uh, Arizona or New Mexico or someone, and then bring them in, and then just call it the Southern Conference. The Southern, I think, but let's trade. I think there already is like one of the, like the smaller conferences is the Southern Conference, which I steal that name. We got to yeah, yeah, yeah. but we, anyway, we can buy that right. We can buy that, but anyways, bro, absolutely crazy to hear. From what I've heard, it was actually kind of came along. By ESPN because ESPN wanted the rights to you know they actually bought out this year was the last year that games will be played uh, on CBS. Oof. So for SEC, so now all SEC games will be played on ESPN, and so with them adding Texas and Oklahoma, they're trying to basically the deal that they that the Big Twelve has with Fox, they're trying to make that worthless now. So you mean to tell me that in the coming years? When I turn on an SEC game, I'm not going to get any. No. Hate to see it, man. That is the most intoxicating it's the, sound I hear on Saturday mornings in the fall. You'll just have to like have the clip ready and play it right beforehand each game. That bums me out, I'm just man. glad I don't have to, we don't have to hear Gary Danielson. Probably the worst, worst commentator in the SEC. Also... I've met the guy a couple of times. Thinks he's way cooler than he actually is. So, but anyway, so yeah, just absolutely crazy how ESPN is trying to like ESPN has been in shambles for years. So, but now what they're doing is they're trying to you know restructure, restructure. Not a bad idea making the putting the SEC on your back. You know, if you were going to put one conference on your back, I think the SEC is it. Yeah. Ain't ain't nobody care about sports more than anything than people in the southeast. What's crazy is though, I've heard now reports have been out that the SEC has reached out to Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, and Florida State about possibly joining the conference to make. Basically, they're trying to get rid of the NCAA and, and just, just create like a super like like the super league in the soccer. super league, the super conference. Yeah, that is I I I I cannot be alive when the southeastern conference disappears and it just becomes. 
I already feel like it's kind of coming anyways, which is sad. When it when it just becomes the conference. Yeah. The super conference. So, I mean, those would be electric games. Well, and also, would they be electric games? Because right now, yes. Everyone right, yeah. in the SEC is dominant. But with college football, everything ebbs and everything flows. Well, it's not going to happen for four years. 2025 right. is when this would happen. So, I think... I mean, Oklahoma has been good for, I mean, yeah, been, since been pretty good 2007, them, 2006 when they had Sam Bradford. Yeah. So I think, and Texas, I mean, Texas has actually been trashed the last like five years. So maybe Texas with Steve Sarkeesian can get some momentum. But from what I'm hearing is they, they're going to do like pot, like four different pods right. of five teams. Ugh. And so that'll be, so instead of having, you know, the East and the West division, I think um, if they eliminate the SEC championship game, just have like a regular season champion, then that's a good way. They're, they legitimately, Josh, should have four SEC teams in the playoff if they keep it at four. Which, granted, after that, I think they would have to move it to like eight or 12. Aren't they doing 12 in like two years, three years? Yeah, nothing's for sure. Oh, well. So just. Uh, just they would have to. If this happens, they would absolutely have to. Otherwise, it would just be. There would be the SEC champion, and then it'd be like, all right, we're going to the uh, playoff. With but no conference would teams. be able to compete with the SEC. Like the Big Absolutely Ten, not. Like they would run every sport. Football, basketball, baseball. I mean, tennis, everything. Lacrosse, field hockey, fencing, all of them. Undefeated. Equestrian. Golf. Forgot about golf. Golf, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what other sports colleges do. But Rowing. <laughs> Shout out, uh, Aunt Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Aunt Becky. <laughs> oh, man. So, but anyway, oh yeah, gosh. just crazy news, bro. I never thought. I um, mean, once Texas A&M and Missouri came over years ago, I thought it was the weirdest thing. But it kind of got weird to have to Texas A&M. It, Missouri gets a barely pass. Missouri is ish in the South. They're all in the South, but it's the Southeast. That's the thing. It's the Southeast. But I mean, hey, Missouri's Southeast more than Texas is. Absolutely, but I so, mean, I think you know, just, it's all a money thing. And with the NIL, I think it's just really smart on the SEC's part to. It really is get ahead with this so i mean as an auburn fan i think this is not good for us um maybe i don't know we'll see maybe brian harson will turn us around this year and we'll be on the right path but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it right here i'm gonna be i'm sure not the first to say it with under brian harson that's his name right yes brian harson is gonna lead auburn football to a national championship within five years hey bro i'm with you on that and i'm gonna cut this audio and I'm going to paste it everywhere with the timestamp if it happens and if it doesn't happen I'm going to bury it as far away I'm going to delete this episode I'm going to bury this episode as far away as I possibly can I mean he says all the right things and he, he's a winner he's a proven winner he's been a winner everywhere he goes the best player will play so I mean we'll see um, yeah crazy news though with the SEC Wild. really the fact that you know we did not attend SEC media days I'll, I'll, I'll admit I dropped the ball on that one I didn't even think about it. It used to be something me and some friends, like Tide, Coach Coffee being one of them. Um, bro, SEC Media Days used to be wild. And I have no doubt, Joe Entertainment, we could have gotten in there. Yeah. Um, just dropped the ball on it. So I'll admit that. So, the listeners, I'm sorry we weren't there. We could have had some crazy content. Next year, though, like, Next that's, year, like that's a guarantee. 2022 is going to be a big year for content. we got the World Games. We'll be at the SEC Media Days. Uh, we're going to get into multiple events with press passes. You know, until it's, we get kicked out. So and it's then, coming, bro. It's coming. So. It's coming. So just get ready. Yeah. So buckle your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming in hot. Boop, like, boop. 
like the fajitas. The, you, you hear us coming. You're like, ooh, what's that? I hear a sizzle coming, coming around the corner, and I see smoke. What's it? Oh, it, don't worry. It's just Goat Entertainment. It's a young podcast. We're rolling in deep. It's just Andy Minio. Free shout out. No, um, free shout out for him. Great song. So, um, But yeah, so, all right, Josh, for these last couple topics, it's going to be more like a buy or sell type of thing. Okay, okay, so okay. So I'm, I'm going to kind of tell you what's going on, and you're going to, you know, we're going to either say if we buy it or if we sell it, okay? Okay. So first one we have, all the free shout outs. Happy 52nd birthday, Jennifer Lopez. Just celebrated her birthday a couple days ago. Bye. Well, that's not oh, the thing. But yeah, bad. so I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. Her and Ben Affleck were caught uh, hanging out, spending time together on... You've seen pictures. You've seen pictures. On a yacht. They actually became Instagram official on her 52nd, on her 52nd birthday. birthday. Hey. Are you... So I'm saying this. The relationship. Are you buying it or are you selling it? Is it just for clout? The Is relationship? Just to get people? I'm... I am... So the idea with the stock market is you buy low, you sell high. I think we are already astronomic. I think I'm selling, but I love it. I hope it keeps Well, you're going. a Ben Affleck fan. I hope That's I'm wrong. I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I'm a J-Lo fan, as the Super Bowl showed us two years ago. Uh, oh I'm here gosh. for it. I'm a Shakira fan. Hips don't lie, baby. Hips don't lie. God bless those uh, students we were watching that with. Lord have mercy. Okay, Josh, Josh got excited. Um, but... Well, here's the thing. You're a Ben Affleck fan. I'm not. I haven't really watched that many movies with him. Um, you haven't really watched that many movies, Nick, be honest. I, I do watch but specific movies. Ben Affleck, I mean, worst Batman of all time. We can go ahead and throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, the man's not a superhero. The man's not a superhero. You know what the guy plays best? A guy that... A dirtbag from Boston. A dirtbag alcoholic times from Boston. On this podcast. Because he is. So any movie Don't dang, that man. Don't blame that on his life, bro. I, Jeez. Well, he's, he's had his struggles. I'm here for him. Yeah. I just think, he's like, so they were engaged, like, you know, early 2000s. I just don't think, you know, at this point, they're both, you know, newly single, you know, gone through a lot of stuff. This is just purely just for fun, for familiarity, and nothing more. Oh, absolutely. So I am a thousand percent selling this. Like it's not a thing. Oh yeah, I'm being smart. I'm selling this. Yeah, so this is it's not. Just, this is not going to be sustainable. We will not be talking about the same topic a year from now, Nick. No. If that. This is. I think this just ends very poorly for everyone. So it's just you know. I don't think it ends that poorly. They're still fantastically rich. Well, I mean, just heartbroken. You can't, you know, buy a Nick. Have you ever watched the movie Goodwill Hunting? It's got, no. it's got Ben Affleck. It's got Matt Damon in it. I told you I don't watch like Ben Affleck movies. Like you got to watch Goodwill Hunting. It's so good. So well. Okay, so we both sell this uh, okay, topic. Yes. Okay, last Next. one of the night. <laughs> and, bro, when I saw this, I laughed so hard. Cause I saw this literally 10 minutes before I left my house to come here to record. Um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, uh, for seemingly no reason at all, announced that they should never, that they never shower or bathe. So here, here was a quote um, from Mila Kunis. She said, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child. So I didn't shower very much anyway. Um, and now that they have two uh, kids, you know, ages of six and four, you know, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever, said Mila Kunis. And now that they're older, you know, Ashton Kutcher says they have a system, which is if you can't see the dirt on them, clean them. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. And so Kutcher says he, uh, he'll wash his armpits, uh, and he'll throw some uh, water in his face just to you know, get out the dirt and the salts. But other than that, you know, not for real. So two of the most famous people in Hollywood 
one of America's favorite couples, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. They don't bathe, bro. They don't be bathing. What do you think about this, Josh? Are you buying or selling that? Because this is the most random thing to like just come out today on a Tuesday when you have all this stuff going on with the Olympics and everything else in the world, you know, people are scared, people are freaking out, you know, you have vaccines, you have all these things that are happening and they decide and to just da- randomly they decide. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, today bro. is the day we tell people about our bathing. All right, we'll come out with it. We don't shower. We don't bathe. Neither do our kids. Not. I'm buying. I'm buying the stock. I'm buying the stock. Because I think they're going to drum it up. I, I don't believe it. I do not believe it. You've seen them. They they look clean. Now, granted, I don't know what the tabloids do. But they look clean. They look like clean people. I'm wondering, like, has this been like a thing that they always, they just, like, once she was a, a young girl and they didn't she have She was just like, I don't, sh- I don't bathe. I just don't shower. Yeah. We, okay, if this was real life, we would have heard about this before. I feel like That's it. a fact. That's a fact. I'm just like, in all these movies, I mean, like, she's done. You would have heard that. You'd have I mean, been like, hey, so what's it like working with Mila Kunis on the set? Ask Justin Timberlake. Like, hey, oh, she stinks. When she you were with shower. Mila Kunis, you know, did she did she smell? I know. Why? Well, bro, she don't shower. Like, I don't. Maybe I'm, it's maybe it's a new thing. But I, 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 I'm buying because I want to buy. I'm buying with my heart. I bro, think but it's I'm so like, why up. would you, why would you make that up? That's the that's the thing. I have to like I have to buy it because why would you make that? I up? bet they were sitting around their Hollywood home in Beverly Hills or wherever it is they live. And they said, "You know, we've had a little lull in the media lately. What is the most ridiculous thing that we can say that people will pay attention to?" No, but what if we just told people we don't bathe? Well, I'll say that I think this like I imagine they have a pool. They're rich. They live in Hollywood. It's hot in California. They have kids. Imagine they have a pool. So, and you can kind of swim year round, it seems like, in California. So, I wonder if, like, does that count? Because they're, no. they're, like, at least washing themselves. I up. bet what they do is they go dip in the pool and then they use their outdoor shower. I bet outdoor showers don't count as showers. You take an outdoor shower, which I think is the hallmark of, of wealth, is having an outdoor shower. I think yeah. you d- take a dip in the pool, you, you know, wash off in the outdoor shower. Yeah, maybe you're not getting all the nooks and crannies. Bro, I think that's funny, too, though. That's, like, coming back as a thing, too. What? It's just, like, outdoor showers. Is it coming back? I mean, did it ever or just, did it ever go away? I don't think so. I just think it's funny that, like, that's now a staple of wealth, which I'm even thinking about, I yeah. mean, freaking go to the word with, you know, David and Bathsheba. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what got david david got david got, got, got because hey, of outdoor bathing learn from david don't get got don't get got um but yeah <laughs> but i still want i still want an outdoor shower you know you ain't gotta be naked you take a dip in the pool you keep your bathing suit on if you i had an outdoor on, shower i would rarely use it i would use it rarely i would use it every time i got it's in the not pool. that practical of not, course it's not that practical but you want to get that chlorine off or that salt water off, whatever. Like you're using your, you know, purify your pool. You know, we got pool dads, so they they you know, are obsessed with the pools. So you know, it's got loads of everything in it, right? It's got yeah. stuff for the pH. It's got stuff to keep it clean. It's got this, that, the other, everything. It's got everything. You dad, what do you? What weird, you know, off blue chemical are you putting in the pool? Oh, it's in here to kill, you know, gangrene or whatever. Yeah. Oh, thanks, dad. So yeah, you. Take a dip in the pool. You say, all right, you got... Now, you're not... It's not the best shower. You have... I don't care how rich you are. You have... If you're a dude, you have a like uh, a surplus style, style size of like the dial 
like 18 in one body wash, yeah. you know, toothpaste, deodorant, foot cream, you know, car wash stuff. You got that, you put a glob on it, and you just give your body a once over. You get all the chemicals off, and I think inadvertently that gives you a good, a crisp clean. I think that's what they're doing. Okay. I don't think they take real showers, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But they do use well, the outdoor shower. Well, hey, y'all at home, you let us know. If these stories we brought to you today, if you're buying them or selling them, let us know. You can let us know by hitting us up on our Instagram. I like what you did there. Goat Entertainment. Check us out. Do it on Facebook as well. Add us on Facebook. Goat Entertainment. Great content's coming with you. And with that, Josh will take it away. All right, everybody. We appreciate y'all listening to this episode. Please tell your friends about it. I've said it all the time. I'm being serious. You are you're sitting wherever you are right now. I want you to pull out your phone. Just right there. You got your phone. Okay. Now I want you to find your best friend that you know doesn't listen to to the Young Podcast. And I want you, I'm sure there's like a little share spot. Hit the hit the podcast. Hit the little share. And I want you to send this episode to them. Or go find your favorite episode that we've done recently. Send that to them. Be like, hey, I got a podcast I need you to listen to. We would really appreciate it. I'm not telling you everybody. I always tell you to tell your friends, your family, everybody, your dog, cousin, aunt, uncle, everybody. Now I'm just telling you, be very intentional. Tell one person. Tell one person for you. Tell one person for you. Wouldn't you love to look on the, the, the podcast charts and be like, oh, shoot, Young Podcast, go to entertainment. They're like top They're top 20. I was, I was on them first. Be that person. Tell your friends. Tell everybody eventually, but tell one friend. That's the homework for this episode. Tell one friend. Leave a five-star review, rate and review, all the other good stuff. This has been another episode of The Young Podcast. I have been your host, Josh Robinson. This has been Nick Borden. And as always, thank you for listening.